baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. News. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. We are live up until 2. And there was a couple of different things that happened over the weekend that I thought we'd be able to talk about tonight. And I know that with the election being on Tuesday, I'm sure that's what's on your mind. Or maybe that is what you're trying to get off of your mind for a few hours, which is fine, too. How was trick-or-treating in your neighborhood? Maybe we'll talk about that momentarily. But I got a message from Jeff. You know what Jeff said? He came up with this idea. He said, you know, if people are just tired of election stuff, just go full-blown Christmas music on your show. I mean, we could probably play this song about a hundred times between now and two. Good idea? You know the words. Wow, that's about all I can do. 40 seconds. Ugh, felt like an hour and a half that last 40 seconds. Oh, no, I can't handle it. I'm sorry, Jeff. I can't even commit to the gag. Oh, the whole idea of playing that over and over and over again. Oh, no. I know there are a lot of different music stations already flipping to music and uh, excuse me all the flipping to christmas music there was in our radio trades i like to read them and see what other stations are doing there's probably about i don't know 10 stations or so across the country that have already changed to christmas music <laughs> already it's november 1st <laughs> i can't handle it i know our sister station flips i don't know if they've done it yet or not i think with mariah carey all i want for christmas what you know is the Google trends of when Christmas music starts to ramp up based on when that song starts to become more popular again. Let me um, ask you about Halloween here because we're just a day, a day removed from it. I don't know if you had a chance and maybe you heard it for the first time. was the uh, Jim White Halloween Spooktacular was replayed on Saturday night here on KMOX. Pretty cool, huh? I hope you got a chance to listen to that because it's just a fun distraction, I guess. Uh, let me open and ask you, how many trick-or-treaters did you have at your house? Did you actually put candy out or did you hand candy out? And I want to know what the attendance was like because I have my own experience. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. This is what I'm seeing. I go on social media. Everyone says it's down to almost nothing. There was no one that showed up at their house. Our own experience, we live on a block where there's a lot of trick-or-treaters, but we live on the side of the block where there's almost no trick-or-treaters. 
So last night, we didn't exactly know what to do. Normally, we put a bowl out. We'd say, take two pieces of candy. We anticipated there being less kids, so we said, take three pieces of candy. We were not in, uh, we were really not anticipating by the end of the night we would have two children show up, too. And they came together. It was just one group of two kids, and they were walking, and I think they're coming in and out of their car. Which, really, that kind of defeats the purpose of trick-or-treating, if you ask me. If you have to hop out of a car, like it's a chopper, you know, and you're just trying to hit the ground running. and so, If that's what you're doing, it takes all the joy away from just walking the neighborhood on a nice night. And I actually took my son out. He's six. And he wore clothes, and then he put his costume over his clothes, and it was enough to keep him warm. So he didn't have to worry about putting a big old winter jacket over it, which was pretty nice. It was, you know, what, 50 degrees out, something like that. It actually wasn't too bad. Didn't feel too windy or anything like that. So it was a nice day to walk the neighborhood. But we saw a lot of kids out. We saw a lot of, a lot of families out. A lot of the same households that we would normally stop at to get candy from, they were out too. I remembered a few of them. You know, I remember one guy said, hey, you're the Twinkie guy. Last time we came down, I got a Twinkie from you. That was great. The house that gave the full candy bars was not giving out candy this year, which was kind of a disappointment. And there's also a guy on my block that gives, like, hot chocolate out. And I was like that. Nope, can't do that anymore. Man, I hope that they bring that tradition back in. But what did you see at your own house? Did you see a lot of trick-or-treaters? Did you see less? Did you see more? Did you see a lot less? Did you see zero? You know what I also noticed? My, I didn't know my wife did this, but maybe you do this at your house too. So when you buy the Halloween candy, they come in a grab bag, like a big bag of uh, random assortments of different chocolates or sweets or whatever it is. I didn't realize this, but my wife is the one that always puts the candy bowl out. And what she does is she picks out all of her favorite candies first, and then she puts all the reject candies in the bowl for the other kids to grab. So I look at the counter. I see a pile of Milky Ways. I said, why is there a pile of Milky Ways over here? She said, oh, those are the good ones. I'm keeping those for me. The the kids can eat the rest. They can have the three musketeers, you know, the lower tier of the candy bars. Yeah, give them the uh, dots. Let them get stuck in someone else's teeth. They can have those. I'll take the Milky Ways, please. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. Is that a cheap thing to do? Are you going to lessen the experience of all the kids coming to the house that are just hope. It's like hitting the lottery when you look into your bag and you got yourself a Milky Way. Like you're like, oh, stickers, that's pretty good, right? That's like an average type of pick and it's not bad. It's not your first selection, but it's good. You look down and there's something like Smarties. You're like, "Eh, I don't know if I really want the Smarties or Dots are the worst or even worse than that, uh, Twizzlers. At the very bottom of the list, get a Twizzlers. But then you look down, and all of a sudden, it's almost like it's glowing, pulsating. It's just so beautiful. It's a Milky Way. Nope, not in my household. Wife picks all those out for herself. So what did you see? And did you see any uh, political costumes? I saw some postings online. KSDK did a story from Johnny Brocks, who, by the way, have predicted all the presidential elections since 1984 based on who sells the most masks and who will that person be. We'll look at that, too. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Man, there's all kinds of text messages coming in right now. Um, Bring on Wrecker. Please don't do that to us. Rebecca Black more than Christmas music. 
I'm going to have to read some more of these text messages. Play Rebecca Black instead of Christmas music? Hmm. For a full night, I'll consider it. This is Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. And Overnight America continues. Let's see. A couple of more text messages coming in. It says, this is a classic tune, but it's too soon. Christmas does not start before the day after Thanksgiving. I would agree. Don't uh, skip over Thanksgiving. You're really missing a fantastic, fantastic holiday. How dare you pass the turkey? Which I'm an oldie shopper, by the way. I'm a cheap, cheap, cheap shopper. I'm going to go to the place that has the best deals, so I shop at Aldi. And they had turkeys out there. Yeah, already. And I messaged my wife. I do all the grocery shopping now, ever since we had the baby. And I asked her, hey, should I pick up a turkey? These things were huge turkeys. And she said, no, we don't got the space for it right now. So I'm going to have to start clearing out some space in our freezer or something to get this thing in there. I forgot how many pounds, these 20-pound turkeys or whatever. And I think they're a buck twenty-nine a pound. So good price on these things as long as they're there. Maybe there's a surplus of turkeys this year. I don't know. I saw an article, too, that people are spending more money on groceries and appliances and things, and I have another experience with that. Uh, more text messages that came in. Uh, we went on with Halloween as things were normal. Lots of kids out and about. Okay. Uh, participation down maybe 15%. Okay. Uh, one person texted in, the Democrat house on my street wasn't handing out candy. He was handing out mail-in ballots. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, Tina's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Good. Um, thanks for the tip about the turkeys at Aldi. That's good to know. Is that good price, one twenty nine a pound? Yeah, I wish I had a freezer to put it in. I'd go buy one. A I don't have a Yeah, that's a good That's something. a real good buy. Yeah, I'm well, going to go back and get it before they're gone, I guess. Here's what we did Halloween night, because we've lived in this neighborhood for so long. All of the young kids are grown and gone, so we drove over to my son's neighborhood, and oh my God, it was so packed. I could hardly wow. get the the uh, car down the road. There were so many families and trick-or-treaters. It was unbelievable. Wow. So I just had some goodie bags made up and some good old Krispy Kreme donuts for mom and dad, and Left it well, in their you, um, truck. Normally, hand candy out in your neighborhood. Oh yeah, normally so we missing. do, but we, you know, with COVID, we just decided to turn the light off and go over to his neighborhood, and it was so packed. That. He texted me and said, "God, mom, you almost ran us over," and I'm <laughs> so many people. But yeah, um, I gotta say, I've never heard. Normally, I hear, "Oh, we go over to the rich neighborhood because they got better candy," or "Or we're gonna go to this subdivision because there's more people participating." You're normally a consumer, someone taking the candy. I don't know too many people that would go into a neighborhood to distribute candy. I know. Well, it was just for them. It was just for my my grandkids. I was leaving oh, candy. Oh, just for them. You weren't giving it away for everyone. No, 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 no. I was I was taking my grandkids' little goodie bags, and, and I was going to uh-huh. leave it for them on the porch because I knew they were out trick-or-treating. And I got there at a bad time right when they were all out trick-or-treating. So, oh, I see. Anyway, a few years ago, though, we had quite a few kids here, and we didn't think we'd have any, so we didn't buy much candy at all. And we had, 
I think 27 kids, and my husband was freaking out, and he was upset because he wasn't going to get any candy. So he went in the kitchen and started grabbing oatmeal bags. Oh, he did not. <laughs> and when I told this story to my friends on Facebook, I thought, oh, my God, did I hear about that. You gave out oatmeal bags. <laughs> <laughs> Quaker oats, apples hey, and cinnamon, the best ones, I know. By the way. I wanted to tell you I really enjoyed the Jim White special, too. That was, oh, cool. that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, did you catch it Saturday night, or did you listen to I it caught on it, Thursday? Um, well, was it Friday night? No, Thursday night. Thursday night yeah. I caught it. And I really liked the old commercials as well. <laughs> I had, had a couple of to choose from. There were some good laxative commercials. I just <laughs> put one of those in. But there were some businesses that were still in business, and... Even though I'm sure it wouldn't have been a problem airing it, I didn't want anyone to get in trouble saying they heard an ad on KMOX with old old ad rates or something in there. So I decided to leave those off. It was neat. It was was really interesting. Okay, well, listen, have a um, great uh, election week, Ryan. Oh, please. Think, keep me in your prayers. <laughs> Thanks, Tina. Have a good night. Let's <laughs> let's go to Ken. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, uh, Ryan, uh, I'll just hold you a second. Uh, I want to give you a compliment. Uh, I'm a liberal, and I pretty much disagree with everything you say, but uh, I, I tried to listen to this Walter M. Sterling that comes on before you. Have you ever listened to him? I listen to him when I'm preparing for the show, so I'm not actively listening, mostly passively listening. It's, I mean, it's just terrible. And I, I don't see how a KMOX would would have it. I mean, you got to be 100 years old to even, you know, just be interested in what he's saying. But at any rate, I'd like to see you come on at 10 o'clock on Sunday night rather than us have to wait uh, for 11. So see what you can do about that. But uh, uh, I disagree with you, but you're interesting. And that's why okay. I do listen to you. And you make me oh, mad. And But <laughs> some of the things I would say would make you mad. But I'm sure. stay interesting and try and come on at 10 o'clock. What, do you want to say anything right now that would make me mad? Uh, yeah, go Biden. <laughs> it doesn't make me mad. I think I'd get a nice little chuckle off of that. You're, okay, so what are your are your confidence level? Uh, who do you think is going to win, and what's your confidence level? My confidence level is about the same as it was with Hillary. And how confident were you with Hillary? Oh, 90%. 90%. Oh, boy. So oh, what's yeah. going to happen if Joe Biden loses? Um. God, I just, I just think it'd be terrible. Uh, you know, I, I'll quote uh, John Kelly. Uh, you know, he he said that his dealings with President Trump that he he's the most flawed person that he's ever met in his life. Mm-hmm. And I respect John Kelly. This isn't Cohen or Scaramucci. Yeah. This is John Kelly. Yeah. And for him to say that, I just that's not who, you know, that's not who, who we want. I get it. But, all right. Well, all right. Uh, but I won't take up any more of your time. Uh, you're very interesting, and uh, keep it up. Thank you very much, Ken. Have a great night. Now, keep in mind, anyone is welcome to call in and compliment me at any time at 314-436-7900. All I want for Christmas 
See, we're just going to spend the rest of the night playing Mar uh, Mariah Carey as long as I can handle it. All right, place your bets. How long is this going to play? That's all I can take. I made it 22 seconds that time. That's pretty good. It's almost like watching someone ride a mechanical bull. Some people can do it for two minutes. Other people do it for about five seconds. I'm about 22 seconds in, and that's about all I can do. Oh. Let's go to Mike. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> doing good. Yeah, I agree with you, gentlemen, because I won't lie. I was an ex-liar when I was younger. Yeah, Walden Sterling, I can't stand him either. I wish you'd get more time, too. That guy's telling the truth. He's horrible. <laughs> but I'm just being honest, nothing personal. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, but you, you're really good. I know um, some people like him, some people don't. It, it kind of goes both ways. I, I feel like it's a Sunday night show, which gives him a little bit more flexibility to do things like that. Try I wish you like was that. on earlier. And can yeah. I tell you something that happened to me that was interesting and I didn't know it was going to happen? Sure. If you don't mind me sharing. Okay. I have a friend that's a, a security guard. He's an author. And he's got a book out, this, a statue of a man. He has his own radio station and a gospel station. And I was surprised. I got to be a live guest in his radio station. I was on today at 11 o'clock this morning. It was really oh, cool. Oh, that's pretty neat. What'd yeah, he's really about? super nice. He's a very nice person. And he said I did good. He paid for his radio time. I was nervous. And he's very professional. <laughs> and anyway, uh, he put it on Facebook. But he only had so much time. But I, I, I didn't expect nothing like that. It made, I felt like celebrity for a minute. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> oh, it was just something unusual, like a, a surprise. And yeah, a voting. And last thing to quick. I want people to go out and vote. I want to encourage people to vote. Regardless who you vote for, go out and vote. It's, I Very agree good. with that. Yeah, okay, well, I think it's great. Good to hear from you. We'll find out, was it 90 million people or so have already put in their ballot early? Whew, that's a lot of people. We could see a record turnout this year. A couple of text messages that came in. Uh, was it a Trump parade today in Washington, Missouri? We met at Washington Park where the fair is. Over 500 vehicles decorated with flags of Trump, old glory. Uh, parade went on for two hours, honking with Trump supporters, cheering roadside. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Another text message. Cool caller. This is referring to Ken disagreeing in a civil way is great. Yeah, I like to have that. We do, Sometimes we get the civil, sometimes we don't. I don't mind either way. It doesn't bother me. Uh, another text message. Uh, James in Eureka, I enjoy hearing you on late night radio. Thank you. That's really nice. So I didn't get to play, and we'll do this maybe after the break, because we'll have to take a look at your weather. Since 1984, Johnny Brock's, you know, they got the Halloween Dungeon, such a cool place in the sense that, you know, it's one of those St. Louisy things. Like, people know Johnny Brock's. And KSTK did a follow-up story because they did this back in 2016. And ever since 1984, they have been predicting who wins the presidency based on how many masks are sold. So in 2016, they sold more Donald Trump masks than Hillary Clinton masks by a lot. And they predicted that means Donald Trump's going to win the presidency. And keep in mind, this is back when the polls said he didn't have a chance. And there they are saying, oh, we'll do it. 
This actually may be more scientific than the other polling out there. So what's going on in 2020? Who's selling more masks, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? And it will be an indicator of who will win. Now, keep in mind, this is a fun thing. This isn't anything meant to get people all up in arms and upset over, right? You don't want to go out there and give them a hard time because they're talking about this. I did see some pictures online of people dressing up as the McCloskeys for Halloween. I thought that was pretty good. It was only a matter of time. You knew that was going to happen. I don't know if that was here in St. Louis. It might have been somewhere else, but nice little uh, costume. And I found this out, too. Americans on lockdown are paying more for groceries, clothes, and appliances. I've been trying to shop for a couch, like a fold-out couch, a new uh, furniture for the house. You wouldn't believe how hard it is to find this stuff right now. I'm sure if you've gone out shopping, you've probably seen this, too. And a very special tribute tonight. Uh, but I'm going to pull a commentary from Paul Harvey, and we're going to give a tribute tonight. And I'll, I'll save it because kind of the majesty, the magic of Paul Harvey is that he tells you a story. And at the end of the rest of the story, you find out who he's talking about. We have a story of Paul Harvey tonight that I think you'll enjoy. It's Overnight America, KMOX. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. We are up until 2 o'clock, and if you want to call into the show, you can at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Tina sending in the Old Glory Flag Run. I saw one of those here in St. Louis maybe two weekends ago. It was on a Saturday. I was driving on 270, and it was oncoming. So they were, let's see, going southbound on 270. I was going north, and then... I saw the first car, and then it was one after another after another. It wasn't densely packed that you saw in some of these other areas, but it was just a lineup of cars, all Trump, all in the slow lane, meaning if people wanted to pass them, they could. They were being very courteous. And I I think it went five or six miles where it was just solid cars. Now, keep in mind, since I'm doing oncoming traffic, that means the lineup was a lot further because I was driving and they were going away from me. So we were flying by each other, and it was still pretty remarkable how many cars were out there. This was a couple of weeks ago. The enthusiasm absolutely is there. And when I hear songs like this... Is Trump re-elected? I think a lot of people are ready for that. How long did they last that time? Nine seconds before I came in with something else. But we're going to talk about polling. I do have a theory about what's going on in the polling that I wanted to get to. But there's a indicator that has been pretty popular here in St. Louis since 1984. It has to do with Johnny Brock's, their good old dungeon. So what is up with that? Ever since 1984 election, they've looked at the sales of their political masks. So you can go back, okay, did they buy the Reagan mask or, you know, did they buy the Hillary mask in 2016 or did they buy the Trump mask in 2016? And what they've done is they've looked at how many masks sell and who sells the most. And whoever sells the most, that becomes their predictor of who will be winning the election. So KSDK did a story of this in 2016. It was fun. People enjoyed it. 2020 is a little different because people are just absolutely lost their minds. Everyone's gone crazy. So when you see something that should be a fun little thing, it's they had to preference uh, preface inside of the story here on KSDK that the owner of Johnny Brock's, I got to say, 
he was a little bit hesitant to do the story again because people just go absolutely insane anymore over stupid things. Like even a story like this would cause people to go crazy. So he decided to do it anyway. He wanted to remind you, and KSDK even reminds you, just don't take this as anything serious, all right? Don't use this as a a reason to come and give anyone a hard time because they're buying a mask uh, for Halloween or whatever. So how many Halloween masks sold? Who had the most masks? And who's going to win the presidency this year? Because this may be the most scientific poll out there. So when I asked him to share the results of sales so far this year between the masks of President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden, here's what he said. Let's do it. 66% of the sales of masks, political masks, between the two, Biden and Trump, 66 are Trump. Oh. And 34% are Biden. What this is showing me is is that if if it stands, if this formula stands, that Trump will win this election. Now, Brock told me he was skeptical about doing this interview this year because of how contentious this election has been. Of course, we're going to have to wait until November 4th or maybe even later mm -hmm. to see if the Halloween mask sales hold up in there. Yes, yeah, so we can wait till November 4th. Who knows? Maybe we'll know. On Tuesday night, I don't know. There's a chance of that, but I'm not holding my breath. I think that on Tuesday night, it's going to be a wild and crazy night. I remember what it felt like in 2016 when I was doing coverage, and I wasn't here at the radio station at that point. This is right before, a couple of months, actually, before I joined KMOX. And I remember what that night was like because I just thought, oh, it's going to be a terrible night. Hillary's going to win. You know, I looked at the polling. And I remember Ben Shapiro, very popular conservative commentator, does his own thing with the Daily Wire, really popular at the time, mentioned, hey, now keep in mind, these pollsters, this is what they do for a living. So you have to you have to trust that maybe he didn't use the word trust, but he said, hey, this is their bread and butter, right? This is all they do. So it's reliable. Well, it turned out to be not so reliable. I do have some thoughts on polling. I'll, I'll kind of give you just a quick little brief thing about it. But I think that you're seeing some of the major polls start to back down a little and start to even up between Trump and Biden. And I think there's a reason for that. I think leading up to it, they wanted to try to influence people's opinions as in, hey, uh, look at this, you're on the losing team if you're voting for Trump. And it has the negative effect, the opposite effect, but they don't realize that sort of thing. And what you start to see on some of these national polls are them starting to hedge their bets. They're starting to come back down. They're saying, oh, it's even. Well, there was the one poll that came out that said if Trump wins Pennsylvania, Biden is the underdog. And I thought, hey, wait, this is a big change from, oh, yeah, uh, he's 95 percent chance of winning. Oh, Biden's a shoe in. His strategy of staying in the basement's going to pay off. We'll find out, and everything is true because there's up so by so much. Oh, and they're going to take Texas too. You know, you hear all of these things, but all of them have been backed off now as they get close. Because I feel like a lot of these major pollsters want to try to save face. I think they don't want to be embarrassed like they were in 2016. So they're starting to come back, so they can say, "Oh yeah, the polling showed the day of that it was a neck-to-neck -neck race." It could go either way. And then they use that as a way to try to appear as if they were honest and uh, all the way through. But I don't think that's going to be really the case. You see, I was going to talk about polling later in the show. I'll do that. But I'm just going to take the Johnny Brock's poll for what it is. And I'll just say, you know what? I'm just going to make sure I sleep a little easier tonight knowing that the precedent is on our side on that sense. Here's a text message. 
Oh, I do like that Mariah Carey song. It's classic 90s. Not saying it's a good song. It's classic, though. Okay, okay. You know, I saw this other story. Has anyone had a hard time purchasing things lately? Low inventory, stuff like that. I saw this Reuters article, and they were talking about things that have been difficult right now because of pricing. And as it turns out, Americans are right now paying more for groceries, clothes, and appliances. Uh, Deli meat, running shoes, things like that. A a wide range of consumer goods have been running a little bit more. I think there's a couple of reasons for it. Number one, don't forget, we just had stimulus checks going out, so people were infused with a lot of money. And what normally happens when there's a lot more money infused into the market? Prices go up. Okay, that happens, right? Now, keep in mind, if we want to talk about what would happen if we just flood more and more money in, socialist style, what would that do to all of our goods and services? It doesn't make things easier to get, actually. It's going to make things harder to get. Just look at what happens in any other country when they just print a bunch of money and the money becomes worthless. So, um, let's see. Prices rose 16.5% at the end of August. Prices rose four weeks ending of July by 16.9%. Uh, these are just eggs. Let's see. Ketchup rose about 5%. Instant coffee rose about 8%. Cheese rose 7.5%. Lunch meat rose 8%. Uh, boy, men's Nike shoes, 10.5%. Why would you buy Nike anyway? For, I don't know why anyone would want to buy them. Yoga pants up 7.2%. Oh, man, what am I going to do? I can't get my yoga pants. You know, things get real bad if guys are considering yoga pants. You want to hear a quick story about Charles Bronson? Now, keep in mind, he grew up with a bunch of sisters, dirt poor. When I mean dirt poor, I mean dirt, dirt poor. He actually went to school in his sister's hand-me-down clothes because the family couldn't afford to purchase clothes for him. It's Charles Bronson. You want to know how he got tough? He went to school in women's clothes. That's how you get tough. Now, this is a whole different era, of course, and probably not as easy to find hand-me-downs and different charities that may help. But, hey, when you're in poor, poor situation, you do what you have to do, I guess. Just hope that we don't have to revert back to times like that. Major appliances up 3%. You know what I noticed? It's so difficult to buy a couch right now. My wife and I, we're going to have more family visiting us, and we're not going to be traveling because we got the young kid, and we don't want to go too far. We don't want to drive seven, eight, nine hours away to go visit in Ohio and Michigan and things when our kid is only a couple of months old. That doesn't make sense. You're really rolling the dice in that case. Plus, you're going to be stopping all the time with a kid that age. So they're visiting us so we got family visiting us for thanksgiving we got family visiting us for christmas and we thought well it would be nice to make things a little bit more comfortable we were looking to purchase and upgrade our furniture inside of the home so we wanted to get a fold-out couch so we started looking around we're like okay we like this we maybe we'll purchase this and we talked to the salesman and we asked them hey uh, what's the delivery time look like in this oh february like what do you mean february I'm always under the impression that if you walked into a furniture store and things were there and available, that it should be pretty easy to get these things. They're like, oh, no, it's not It's not about the, the backup when it comes to the delivery. It's because the factories, because of COVID, they started making less, so the inventory is low, and it's going to take a while before they get their inventory back up. So now we're thinking to ourselves, is it even going to be possible to find this sort of thing in time. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of different people are also running into the exact same problem we're running into for whatever it may be. 
So I got a lot of uh, calls to make on Monday, looking around and maybe uh, before I even walk into the furniture store asking them, hey, um, we found this one couch online. Do you have it in stock and when can it be delivered before we come look at it to see for ourselves? And it's getting tempting to just purchase a sofa fold out online and having it shipped straight to our house without us even sitting on it. That may even be an option, too. So if you're experiencing that, you're not alone. It's a pretty busy time. And we're getting closer to Christmas, too. So some of these appliances, man, if you got to buy something right now, keep in mind there's going to be a wait time. Just keep in mind, too, that you're not going to be able to, a lot of times, turn things around that quickly. That surprised me. I didn't realize that going in this weekend. It really shocked me. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Welcome back to Overnight America. So we got a few minutes here, and I wanted to do something because I am a fan of radio in general. I really like radio presenters, ones that are really the top of the top. And one of the best all-time radio broadcasters is Paul Harvey. Doesn't get much better than Paul Harvey. He passed some time ago, of course. But you remember his style. He even worked here in St. Louis for a while. Unfortunately, not for KMOX. But, you know, his wife here from St. Louis. And his commentary style, based out of Chicago, where he would put together his stories. And now you know... The rest of the story. And he always had this great way of doing it. He was one of the highest paid media professionals, and he would do these updates in the morning. He would do a midday story. And I had a a commentary from Paul Harvey here I wanted to air for you. It's just a small tribute, and uh, you you can hear who it's for coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, before that, let me go to Jerry, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, Jerry. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Jerry. What's going on? I just wanted to let you know about these uh, sofa beds. Yeah. Oh, in Belleville, Illinois, on East Main Street. They have a furniture store. It's a whole family furniture store. M-U-E-L-L-E-R, Miller Furniture, East Main Street. Yeah. I just picked one up there, and it's very good quality, and you can't find them anywhere else. I'll tell you, they have been stocked. You can probably have it within two days. Yeah. You know, I've um, I've talked to them. I know them. I've had them on our Business of Family Business show. They're a fantastic family business. Yeah, they've got very good furniture. I've got me a nice uh, Amish-made bed there and some other things. And, but they, I wanted uh, a sofa bed, and I uh, checked other places, and they, did, they didn't sell them anymore. But yeah. this place does. I got in. They took me in and showed me all of them, and I picked one out. And uh, two days later, I had it in my house. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I'll have to take a look. So you're looking for a sofa bed too? No, I already have. I got one from them. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretty good. I yeah, I do like them. They're a great family business. That's it, the drives a little bit further for me. Um, I may have to consider. Well, it's, yeah, but it's not it that out. far, really. Yeah. I, I live in Belleville, but uh, I used to live in. Uh, St. Louis also, but it's not that far. I'll take a I don't know where you live, but they, they probably, they'd probably deliver it for you. They uh, might I'm charge sure. you 150 bucks or something like that. Uh, they all do. <laughs> Everyone yeah, does. Yeah, I know that. Want them delivered. Yeah. But they bring it right yeah. in and set it up. 
Yeah, great people out there. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, have a good night. Bye. Uh, good tip. I really like them. All right, so uh, good for them. And if you wanted to, you can actually listen to our interview with Miller Furniture. If you go to the KMOX.com in the podcast section, look for the business of family business. They have a great family story, really fantastic family story. So Paul Harvey, I want you to enjoy this moment of storytelling that I think you'll appreciate. And I think it's also a little bit timely. And it'll tell a story in a small tribute to someone in the news. Who's been sleeping in my casket? The streets are painted in moonlight and shadow. The bell in the old church tower strikes 10, 11, 12. Walk with me, if you will, down the spectral avenue to the undertakers. Follow me through the door and down the stairs to a silent room, vacant but for a solemn shape, a long wooden box lying flat, an empty coffin, or it is supposed to be empty. Draw near if you dare, for the lid is open. And whatever lies therein awaits the warmth of your lantern's light. You see, do you not? The casket is occupied by the motionless form of a young man, perhaps 23, his eyes closed in the apparent peace of death. Stare harder at those closed eyes. You're likely to see a slight flutter. And your gaze remains fixed, your own pulse pounding as the eyes at which you stare suddenly open and stare back at you. Now, forgive me for not introducing you otherwise. This is Tommy. Tommy works here, works for the undertaker, polishing coffins. Sometimes he sleeps in them. Everyone knew the undertaker in Portobello, Scotland, if only because everybody visited him sooner or later. He was a remarkable man who conducted his profession with the zeal of one besieged by competitors, which he was not. That is, whenever he heard a neighbor who was ill, he would call on him ostensibly to cheer him up, and yet all the while he'd be mentally measuring him for, for a casket. The undertaker made his own coffin, you see, usually of mahogany, bleached to resemble oak. But he did not apply the finish. That task was the province of a young expert named Tommy, who had already worked for many of the best cabinet makers. His college-trained specialty was French polishing, at which he was better than anybody. Tommy worked with wood only part of the year. During the warmer months, he was a lifeguard at a large saltwater swimming pool that made ocean-like waves by machine. Anyway... At the undertaker's, rush jobs often demanded late hours, so Tommy sometimes found himself actually sleeping in the casket on which he was working. Surprisingly comfortable, he thought. And one night something dawned on him. He was clearly the most skilled wood finisher in town, maybe the finest French polisher in all of Scotland, and yet no matter how good he was or how much better he got, the very best destiny for his very best work was to go into the ground, never to come out. The thought of that began to bother Tommy to the point that he began rethinking his life. And that's when the young man got out of the coffins, literally out of woodcraft altogether, and found contentment in another craft as an actor, even portraying James Bond and beyond. Oh, yes, you know Tommy Connery, the Scottish coffin polisher, but you know him by the name Sean Connery. Now you know the rest of the story. Wow, isn't that cool? <laughs> That's how you tell a story. Oh, Paul Harvey was the best. 
And you probably heard over the news the weekend at 90 years old, Sean Connery passed away. And some other reports are starting to come out about him. A lot of people love Sean Connery. He was kind of off the acting scene for a while as one finally finds themselves in a position to retire and sit back, relax, take it. And he did. But man, did he find himself in some fantastic films, Indiana Jones and course with the uh james bond but sean connery faced many different people on stage his wife just recently came out and said at the very end was battling dementia 90 years old is a pretty great life to live and well-known well-respected actor i thought that would be a nice little tribute for us to play the old paul harvey because it just somehow circles right back another hour of overnight america coming up on kmox don't go anywhere Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 